2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kulak, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone, Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, all the way from the township of East Bridgewater, the blonde bombshell herself, the head investigator for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, yaddy, 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 and Runway Kerrigan.
3: Good evening. Hey. How are you? What's up? Nothing. No? Nothing. My that's, that's temper? A- no. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: So, we've got some wa- Is it warm down there?
3: Yeah, it is warm, it's actually. Like,
2: it's like 70 and muggy here, so it's...
3: Yeah, warm. it's kind of muggy. It's 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 gearing up to uh, to storm, I think.
2: Yeah, well it'll I do know. something.
3: Just out for my walk, so it didn't rain on me. Really? So I'm all happy. So yeah. how how's your diet going? Good. Yeah? Good, yeah.
2: You uh you <laughs> ever ever been hungry enough to eat a hippo?
3: <laughs> Maybe after my walk, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, according to the uh Weekly World report, um a three hundred pound truck driver. Uh, hungry from his diet, slaughtered a zoo hippopotamus and cut it into steaks and ate it for dinner. Mm-hmm. Bjar Beck, 42, of Cockerlin, Poland, huh, was charged with burglary, animal cruelty after the police caught him eating the meat covered um, in ketchup.
3: Ah.
2: Uh, it must are
3: have. Funny? Huh? What do you find? What are
4: you talking
2: about? This is oh. right in the news. Oh my
4: god! He
2: had been on a diet for several weeks and got so hungry he couldn't <laughs> help himself. When I saw the zoo, I I started thinking about all that meat inside and just snapped. <laughs> he climbed over the zoo fence into the after dark and shot the 141-pound hippo. <laughs>
3: terrible!
2: The fat pig ate the only hippo we had," said to zoo director Jaja Pazeria. <laughs> It was only a baby. It cost us a fortune. Everybody loved the little hippo.
3: What a mean guy. On
2: his advice of attorney, Beck refused to comment on the hippo's taste, though.
3: No. Gross. Tastes like chicken. Uh,
2: (laughs) Actually, I understood it was fatty and a little gamey in flavor. Yeah? But anyways, that's the news I have.
3: Wow, I can't top that, man. Yeah. What can I say? Not much. Anyways,
2: <laughs> uh, I want to send out a couple of um, howdy doos out there. First one to Cat, a uh, uh, friend in um, Canada. Oh, Canada!
3: Hi, Cat. Who was
2: probably beating the ass out of our Bruins tonight? But oh n- no, not. they're going to win. The
3: Bruins are going to win.
2: Good, I hope so. Come on. I hope so. On. But anyways, and I'd also like to send out a uh, a get well to. Um, Jennifer, it's actually not Jennifer, but her father who is recovering and also her daughter who is going in for surgery. So, Jennifer, oh, we wish you the best of
3: that. Absolutely.
2: And give you a big salute from the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. <laughs> so, there you Having go.
3: Sending healing thoughts their ways How's that.
2: There you go. Healing yeah. thoughts. Healing right. Thoughts. And on the uh, T-shirt front, I want to report that... Uh, I have heard on uh, uh, the T shirts, the Team Van Helsing T shirts,
3: yes. that they
2: are coming along quite well.
3: Awesome. Did uh, we decide on colors? I know. Oh, you, you are not. A little, oh, you, this, little poll.
2: this is wave. Yeah, I know the colors were black and and red. I think that was the most yeah. popular color. But uh, this is going to be unbelievable.
3: Awesome. I want mine to be black and pink.
2: Yeah. Fine.
3: <laughs> with sparkles. Yeah. Anyway,
2: <laughs> and I do want to report too. I think that the dining with the dead uh, Portsmouth on haunted lighthouses is sold out. I'm pretty sure on that. Very good. And but there are still tickets available for dining with the dead on Monday at the Wyndham restaurant for uh, Debbie Miller, who is the little medium there. At you know, talks to dead people. So she's
3: a small medium. Yeah, small
2: medium. <laughs> <laughs> at large. a ping. Small, yes. medium, and okay. large.
3: Oh, yeah. You know, she's she's really nice, and um, we talk all the time on uh-huh. Facebook now. And uh, she's just a really nice person. You should go see her. I will. Well, everybody is <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> oh, okay. Not anyway. just you. Fine. And speaking of which... Yes. People can log on to our Facebook page if they want to ask any questions this evening and they're shy going into the cl- uh, chat room. The clap room? <laughs> classroom. I was going to say classroom. <laughs> uh, and uh, we are just uh, Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation. And I'm manning the uh, the chat or the. Uh, but you got to like us, though. I'm manning both. Yeah, you got to like us first.
2: But you, like I said, you can lie and pretend you like us.
3: It, that's right. And it still works. It can just be a superficial thing. (laughs) Right. So,
2: yeah, like most of my love
3: affairs. (laughs) No comment.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, uh, without further ado, we are talking lighthouses and haunted lighthouses, and particularly a haunted lighthouse, Rose Island Lighthouse. Mm, Very cool. And joining us right now is the president of the American Lighthouse Foundation, I think, unless... Something changed over the last couple, last couple of weeks, which may have. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> Don Tremont. Jeremy, you there? I am here. Hello, Ron. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? And also, day, all the way from uh, Newport, Rhode Island, or whatever the heck it he is, is, uh, Mr. David McCurry, who is the, oh, I don't know his title. David, what's your title? <clears throat> I'm
5: the director of the Rhode Island White House Foundation. The D- director. There
3: you go. Hi, David.
2: Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for having me.
3: Oh you're so
2: welcome. That's the least we could do. Uh actually David allowed us to do an investigation at uh Rose Island and it was uh you know, quite the experience. Mm-hmm. And I believe you were you did it as well, uh on a separate occasion, Ann, didn't you?
3: Yes. Uh, Because heaven
2: bid, we'd be in the same room, right? Oh, I know.
3: (laughs) In the same week. Um, Yes, I was down there with my friend Colleen and her paranormal group, um, uh, Nightwalkers Paranormal, Mm -hmm. um, and the week before you, the week before you. Mm -hmm. So
2: that was awesome. So let's start with, uh, I don't know who should we, we should start with Jeremy. Jeremy, you still there? Uh, i am still here yeah no oh, that's too bad uh but anyways
0: <laughs> chance if you keep that up <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> but uh jeremy is is the president of Alf which is the american Light foundation which controls a giant number of lighthouses like 26 or something you know like the uh uh the evil empire of the lighthouses and and david is the head of the little rose island went the little Baby. Yeah, the little one. one. Yep, the little baby <laughs> sure and Goliath. No. So,
0: it's one of I, the best, though, I have to say that. I, I,
2: You know what? I've gone to quite a few now, uh, David, and yours is one of the nicest. And you have a museum on the bottom floor. And actually, why don't you tell us about it? I think that's the, the good thing to do. Why, why don't you, first of all, tell us uh, where it is, your website, and all that cool stuff. Oh, sure. Well, the lighthouse actually
5: uh, was built in 1869, uh, built out on the fort, Fort Hamilton, and it's about one mile offshore from Newport, and um, it sat for, uh, it was an operation for about 100 years, and then around 19, uh, somewhere around 1969, it was taken out of commission, and then it sat for about uh, 15, 20 years where it was abandoned and uh we took over the foundation took over and we improved the lighthouse and uh one way we restored it was by having people stay at the lighthouse so it operates like a bed and breakfast without the breakfast.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well I don't know, they so got we'll some just they got
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. some, gr- some great great goose there. Yes, exactly.
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> so we uh we took it over. Uh we've now uh Operate, like I said, like a bed and breakfast without the breakfast, and so people come stay. Uh, we have people stay upstairs for a week where they actually take care of the lighthouse for us, and we call them keepers. Mm-hmm. And nice. So they pay to work, <laughs> which is nice. That's even better. Uh, yeah, That's we get a deal. To, it's actually great. They, they, have, they enjoy it. They get to take care of the property, and, and, and sometimes they don't have to do anything. They can just hang out and sit in the the chairs and watch the boats go by.
3: Oh, God. So, that sounds so nice.
5: It, it is a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, so now we're at the point where we're uh, renting out rooms and uh, renting out the week long keeper program and uh, we also have a fort there too, our Fort Hamilton, which has a beautiful barracks building and we're renovating that too and um, and you guys have both seen it, so you, you realize that actually has some activity too. So it's uh it's a pretty big area. And,
2: and how long have you had it? No, I sorry I slid that it slid by me. No problem. Uh,
5: How long have we been involved? Right. About 1984, we took over uh, maintaining the lighthouse. And And up to which,
2: how long did it take you to get it to its condition it is now?
5: It was about 1993, so it was quite a period of time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, It was a lot of volunteers, more than a thousand volunteers, and uh, uh, we had issues with putting in septic systems and getting occupancy and uh, you name it. And then just the, the basic things, getting windows, doors, you know, um, and uh, I, I wasn't involved at that point in time, but I have learned a lot since I've been director, which has been about three years. So, uh, yeah, it's quite a place.
3: I love the um, the doors, that they all have a star on them, yeah. all the doors to the individual barracks.
5: Yeah, I, I, we're not sure exactly what the symbolism behind the stars, actually. Um, <clears throat> that made it really? a design choice. And, yeah. uh, what
0: about Jeremy? Do you know what that is? No, I don't. Except I know it's very popular, uh, and it seems to have come back in popularity. It seems like sure. a lot of people are putting stars on their doors these days. It seems yeah. I don't know if it's especially a New England thing, but I, I think it goes back a long way in New so England. It's so
2: it's kind of like the to us. Uh Isn't
0: that usually a moon? I have yeah,
2: to- I mean, but that <laughs> symbolism must be some type of symbolism like that, right?
0: It'd be interesting to trace that back. If somebody knows, maybe they can let us know. But maybe, all right, maybe. if any, any, anybody out
2: there knows why there are stars on the barracks doors,
3: well, I know. I know. In um, I think it was the Revolutionary War, um, and actually, we did an investigation at Salem Cross Inn, and, and they have a star on. It's like a like a hex. Kind of, it was supposed to be the hex sign and, and supposed to, uh, to keep
0: witches keep, away or something. To keep like
3: witches that. away. So that was the story behind their star. So whether that is behind all the stars, I don't know. Mm. But it could be.
0: I believe crosses were sometimes used on doors too as a kind of a mm-hmm. hex thing to keep people's spirits away or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Actually, the, the Jewish people put this little thingy dingy on there that keeps evil out. Singy pingy. I can't even remember. You, can it. I can't even speak English, and you want me to? No, it's not the Star David. It has a, actually has a name, and uh, uh, they put it on their doorways. And it, this is that's it, what it's there for. So. okay. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. What can I tell you? I had I'm friends in a Jewish, and uh, I I, they you. told me the name of it. I can't remember. I can't <laughs> remember my own name half the time. For God's sakes.
3: I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Okay. So, uh, David, uh, why? Did, how did you get interested in lighthouses? I mean, was that always a passion of yours? or Because or, or, you're also a paranormal investigator, too, correct? I am, yeah. Well, actually, my passion for
5: lighthouses has been uh, for a long time because I've actually worked as a captain in Narragansett Bay for more than 10 years uh, operating commercial charter boats around the area. So um, it's just a part of life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so... This was a natural fit when the director's position came up, and they were looking for somebody who could manage a lighthouse and worked as a captain, and so that kind of all fit together perfectly.
3: Mm, uh, Nice. That's
5: why. That's why. Yeah, it was a a perfect match.
3: (laughs) And may I say that he is a very able captain because he brought us out to that lighthouse in pea soup fog. (laughs) Over and back, although I think it cleared a little on the way over. I think
5: we did a circle once, though. I'm not sure. uh,
3: You
2: couldn't find it? Is that the
3: problem? No. I I think think we did okay. The first um, load of people that you brought over, I think you were talking to us. You said we kind of did a little circle, but you found no problem with us. And back. (laughs) 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 The fog had lifted when we went into the barracks. And by the time we came back out, it was all socked in again. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" What'd you say? What? What'd you say? Socked. Oh. That's as insane.
2: So you sent me some video. I mean, some audio. <laughs> what, what is this audio?
3: What I sent to you was just basically, um, just uh, you know, I recorded from the time we left the dock because I figured, well, if we go down, maybe my camera will float.
2: So, Someone's so this is what we we have. <laughs> So we actually have audio of that night that Ann went there with, yeah. with David. And so. then
3: we went over and we went in the barracks. All right, so
2: can we play that or, or not?
3: Um, it. Yeah, It's. It's. I don't know if you want to play the whole thing. It's about five minutes long. Um, That's why I – when I sent it to you, I mentioned that it was five minutes long. <laughs> hmm. If you, you would need to uh, –
2: Should we flip a coin, guys? Well, let's take a vote on this. David, what do you think? Well, it's hard to tell. I'm not sure what it includes. I have no that's idea right. either, so that's why it's a mystery. It's so cool,
3: uh, uh, Jeremy.
0: Uh, is it good? <laughs>
3: I think it's good. I think it's good. I don't have any EVPs on it, but it's just basically, you know, just a snippet of our our visit. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll
2: put it on at the break. Okay. Will
3: that work? That's fine. We'll be good for you. You can do what you can do. You want, my dear. <laughs>
2: the chat room says
3: play it, but that's we'll play it
2: as we oh, come back. You have to play it. Oh,
3: damn. Do I do I hear three?
2: All right, so go it looks like we're going to play it. All right, can we play that clip? Everybody go out and grab a beer and yeah, a do whatever you have to do, and we'll be back in five minutes. All right.
3: Pulling away from the dock we're going to Rose Island. <laughs> and it's foggy and it's cold can't beat it. it's March 11th are we freaking crazy <laughs> I love it here we go <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't be calling me people. again anytime soon a creepy looking night huh There we go! we can't see Jack, but we are going out into the water here. Hold oh, no. yes. on to
5: the
4: balls.
3: Actually, Annie, you want to hold on to the handle? Sure. That way I know that you're not going to go flying. <laughs> the is new school. Now Here's the bag. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. What the hell? Ha ha! I, made you... I know. Up? Oh. Geez. Oh. Ah, oh those things are Dave, mean. I've never seen you back up. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I... I thought I heard something oh, growling. Well, first, was it Civil War? This was World War I, World War II,
5: Revolutionary War, World Eight Revolutionary War, and so on. And it was used, to, it was built to defend the copper against the British. Um, the British invasion? Yes, <laughs> the British occupied Newport from 1776. Hey, folks, we're back? <laughs> if you see that green light on the floor, if you go over the next one, hey, all right. Wow. You knew what I was going to ask you.
3: Seriously?
5: <laughs> that was a bright one. Can you turn that light off for us, please? We want to ask you a few questions. Go ahead, give it a little tap, give it a little turn, it will turn itself off. Go ahead, turn the light off, please. You did it for us before, you just turned it on when we came in the room. We just want to ask you a few more questions. If you turn the light off, we'll be able to ask you more questions, and then you can turn it on and off when we answer yes or to our questions.
3: So it's just touch-sensitive?
5: What you guys at that
3: setting? Flashlight? Mm-hmm. I mean, all you have to do is just touch it with a finger, and not even on a switch? See, it's a twist. You twist it so it just goes on. Oh, right. And you twist it just till it goes off. Mm-hmm. See how it's just on the edge? Right.
5: Question is, is it turning itself
3: on? Mm-hmm. Or is it really energy? When it right. gets close to it. But
4: downstairs, when we were asking you to come on in the basement, K2 meters drive you to off too.
5: Were you a farmer out here at the land? No. Oh. And we've had oh, a okay. second... Ran to a farmer out here, and he was in charge of all the meat and all the animals.
3: Okay. Has anyone ever asked if it's a child? Yeah, that's
1: a good question,
3: too. I mean, a child would want to play with a <laughs> flashlight, a flashlight, and little buttons. If you're a child, can you make those pretty lights light up? And those little boxes next to the flashlight? Okay, how about some more pretty lights? <laughs> Come on. So can you light up? No. no. Oh, I, I thought they were flickering. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Give us a light show.
5: If you're a child, can you light that light up? Are you a little boy? It hmm. wasn't very definite.
1: Oh, I just got really
3: cold. Oh, British soldier?
5: British soldier. British? Were you captured here? Yeah, this room is you know, all of a sudden you'll get um, an awful taste in your mouth. Yeah. Or you'll get nauseous standing here. Mm-hmm. I've had that uh, happen. I just got really cold. Did you meet it a second
3: ago? I thought it was just me you fell at the door Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm I'm better now, but for a minute there I just. Just kind of like bang. And that's it. That's it? Thank God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't more exciting.
2: Oh my God, I almost fell asleep here. Well, anyways, that was interesting.
3: So, that was our investigation out at the barracks on Uh, this island, and it was like, I don't know what time it was, midnight, something like that.
2: Okay. We we actually did an experiment. was David? Was that your light that they were using? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you're really into this this light thing now because you did it with us, well. And I was I was quite impressed with it, by the way. Uh, in in the uh, fog, calm room, oil room, whatever the hell it was, uh, it it really was responsive versus like other times we try to use it. Um, I never had much faith in it. So why don't you tell us? Uh, tell first of all who those our audience uh, tell basically. What, how it works and what the theory is behind it. Well, the, the what I've experimented with
5: is a Maglite flashlight, one of those mini ones, which most people have, and, and you turn it on till it just about turns on and then turn it off till it just turns off, so you have it right on, set on the edge. And then you just turn it just slightly, even a little bit more, just so it's off, and um, set it on the floor and let any spirit that's available or nearby that they'd like to... Communicate with you that they could touch the flashlight. I don't know if it's their energy touching the flashlight that's making the connection. I don't really know anything about why it communicates back, other than sometimes it seems to work. K two meter doesn't respond, but the flashlight seems to respond. And, and right, the light we had out. that
2: same, we had that same problem too. Remember?
5: Yeah, yeah. And, right. and in the fog in the foghorn building, it was it was about as dead on as I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, re- Jeremy, I've,
2: Jeremy, what do you think? I mean, that, that is that I think was the
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I never saw anything so responsive before. I've seen other people try that with, you know, occasional results and if it if it only seems to respond like one out of every 10 questions, then it's hard to put any yeah. I have no faith in it at all. but was, yeah. in the yeah. boxing signal building that night, it, it, there must have been what, I don't know, eight or 10 questions in a row where it seemed spot on like the second you'd ask the question, it, it, would, it would seem to respond.
5: Uh it was pretty amazing, really. That was the same time that we took a photograph, and there was a little white orb, I think, that you came up with, too, just Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and we, we
2: really couldn't debunk that. We tried to look at that, that orb, and uh,
0: it almost looks like it's on the wall. It's on the brick wall behind David, but uh, it's hard to, yeah. to figure out. It doesn't seem to relate to the flash that's bouncing off a different part of the wall. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting.
2: And we took us several pictures to try to... Debunking. We weren't able to.
0: Don't know what it is. You know, I'm not a big OP guy, but. Uh, right. It was interesting. <laughs> sorry. I was going to ask David if he was to say if we want to say anything about what the, what, the, what the responses were that we were getting. The spirit that we seemed to be in touch with in the Fox Signal building there was pretty interesting.
5: It is because it seems to be a similar uh, response where we've investigated that same chamber before, that same room before, sorry, and we've actually had a response of a, a female. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a line of questioning where the person actually each time now is answered. Were you married to an officer? It doesn't come on. Were you married to an enlisted person? It comes on. Huh. Did you take care of the sick while you were at the island? And it comes on. And this is this has happened now three times in that room. So um, <clears throat> that's what made it particularly interesting that night because it was it was following my line of question. Like I knew the questions to ask before. It was coming on, so it was, it was great. That was, it was the same spirit,
3: mm-hmm.
5: and uh, it was, that's, that's a pretty neat experience.
3: I, I think it's a neat experiment. I had never done something like that before. And, I mean, you know, why not? I mean, why not? I mean, I, who's to say it, it is or it isn't, but, I mean, it, it did seem to be really responsive to us when we were out there asking questions.
2: Was it the same? Was it giving quick answers, or was it drawn out?
3: Uh, in one probably. in one room, I think it was more drawn out. The first room we were in, um, yeah. the second room we had better luck.
5: And it's interesting. I've asked other you know people who are in the field about this, and there's pre- people who have theories that it heats up and cools off, and it's right exactly on and off. And
2: I think you sent I sent you the link that uh, I did. From, yeah, yeah, from Patrick Burns. But anyways, we actually have to take a break right now. Believe it or not. Oh, all right. Already. I think it's a bike. Okay. Yeah, I hear the music. I hear it. You are listening to the Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation with Anna Ron. We'll be right back after the following messages on Togenet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and Beyond.
1: Welcome to Togenet, radio with a cutting edge. Rock and Roll Countdown With Alex Price Now this Saturday morning We're going to count them down one more time From number 40 all the way to number 1 With the official Classic Hits Countdown The American Rock and Roll Countdown We'll count down the biggest hits Of the 70's with interviews And artist information, news, weather, sports You name it, we'll have it This Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern Right here on TogNet For the American Rock and Roll Countdown The American Rock and Roll Countdown Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. And learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Tokenet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. One central on
3: And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our guests, Jeremy Dontremont and David McCurdy from the Rose Island Lighthouse Foundation.
2: So, what do we chop liver?
3: Well, and us, and me and Ron. Exactly. Okay. And All also right.
2: joining us now is oh, yeah. author and a paranormal investigator. Mr. Thomas Dagostino. Tom? How
4: are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, hi Tom. Hello.
2: Now Tom also went with us to Rose Island as well and uh, he, we actually have a couple of EVP's that he sent us so we're going to play those in a little bit. So, welcome aboard Tom.
4: Oh, thank you. I'm glad glad I could make it.
2: <laughs> so, so David, who haunts Rose Island? Do we know that?
5: Well, we have different theories based on some of the evidence we discovered. Um, One of the photographs that was taken in the lower keeper's uh, living room showed a reflection of an individual sitting in a chair in the room that wasn't there uh, when the person took the photograph. So it's a very clear image of a... Uh, a younger gentleman but he has the big handlebar mustache and it's very clear that it's not of this era and um, when we match that photograph up with uh, the keepers we've had in the lighthouse it almost matches very close to Charles Curtis who was a keeper that was there for about 30 years so Uh we believe that's one spirit that is you know at some point he is moving through the lighthouse and he does have at the lighthouse and uh, we've gotten a lot of children we've gotten a lot of EVPs from children
2: so um, I actually I actually have a, a question about those. I, I have heard that the, that they have EVPs of children. For instance, I know that there was a group that uh, stayed there the, the week before we went, and they put a recorder up in the tower and closed it, and they got children's voices. But I, I know myself that there is a lot of noise at night from seagulls, or a geese, or whatever the birds that's there. So I can see very well how those could be misinterpreted as children's voices.
5: Yeah, it, it's easy. Yeah, you could. Seagulls can make some crazy noises. I've heard seagulls bark, and you think you're hearing a dog. Uh-huh. So uh, they can make some noise. That, but some of these uh, EVPs I've heard are too close to the microphone to be a seagull.
2: Oh, are they, okay. That's what I was. That's the point I was trying to get at. Yeah. So you you have heard them, and and they seem fairly clear.
5: I mean, the, when TAPS investigated the lighthouse, and they and they had the, they had one that was you know heard on the camera, and it mm-hmm. was the little mama. You know, uh, that that was as clear as a day, and, and to this day I haven't figured out what that sound was because it was inside the lighthouse, and the seagulls cannot, they just don't duplicate that sound. So, um, yeah, So you're right, though. There are people who hear things on the roof, and they say it sounds like little kids running. Well, that's m- oh. most likely a seagull running on the roof. <laughs> or, <laughs> or dropping a Funny. clam, you know, you hear a bang. <laughs> So I always prepare people when they investigate out there to really keep an eye out for the seagulls.
3: Right. (laughs) It will make sense.
2: (laughs) So so children and this particular lighthouse keeper, what about uh, on the rest of the island and itself? I mean, uh, we know we have barracks there. We know it was a military installation. Uh, We also know it was a, a hospital or something. Is there any evidence of any spirits from from any of that well we have um, people who have
5: investigated the the barracks and and had lines of questioning with k2 meters even um, where they've uh, had a nurse at least that's what they responded. the person responded to a nurse question Um, people who've died there um, have responded we have uh, we've had a couple mediums come through and um, have seen both of them had seen the same thing and it's two gentlemen playing cards in the last chamber so
2: really,
5: yeah, that's <laughs> so we 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 know there's some people like that inhabiting that that barracks, there's some spirits from from if it must have been from when they were quarantined out there, because whole families were quarantined if you were um if you were sick and your family was with you, they would take your whole family right out to the lighthouse too, because the fear that everybody was sick, and then um so there would have been children quarantined, there would have been um a fair amount of people there, so
3: right, which makes we, sense why when we asked if there was a child there, you know, we would get a response on that,
5: and we did, yeah. <laughs> and we think a lot died there, so we, we're not sure how they disposed of the bodies if they burned them. We don't think they did at the time, the island would have been fairly um, vegetated, so they probably would have buried them. Mm-hmm. We think, hmm, yeah,
3: so well, that would
5: be interesting. There's some spirits. We'd love to find those areas, but we think the military has actually basically bulldozed the whole island since.
3: Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
5: Right. Oh. We do know there's four, uh, I believe it was two Civil War soldiers that were re- in, uh, that were found in uniform that were while they were uh, digging a water line for, during 1938, and they re them in, in a steel box. But they oh. never identified where. So we know those. They never people. marked the graves? They never marked the grave.
3: Imagine oh. that.
5: Mm. Yeah. throw them
3: back in. I mm. mean, yeah. <laughs> really? Wow.
2: <laughs> so we have. I believe, a, we, uh, I believe we have a question in the chat room for David. Um. Oh
3: man. Uh, uh. I
2: don't see it. Uh, it's from Ghost Girl. She said, "Is there a cemetery?"
3: Oh. Okay.
5: Sorry. Yeah. That's the thing We've, we're we're gonna we're actually gonna work with a, a medium that believes she can lead us in that direction. So we're we're gonna go so far as to we have a ground penetrating radar system that we're gonna go out we're gonna cut some uh, lines for the vegetation and travel along. And if we can get uh, maybe find the locations of where some of these people were buried, that would be very valuable
2: for us. So. I actually think I know where uh, those yeah. guys are buried. Yeah. Wouldn't it be like
4: the center of the island?
2: That's where I'm kind of thinking off towards the, the far end, Tom. Yeah. Did you, now you you traveled the island that night, Tom. Did you, you and Arlene pick up anything?
4: Um, well, we did. Uh, those there's those two houses. I think one was an oil house, mm-hmm. and we were with uh, Ron Junior. and We did get some weird stuff. He was uh, a. That's where I think we picked up an EVP out there, and also um, we uh, were getting things like with the. Uh, pendulum, it mm-hmm. was pretty, at some points, it was pretty loud, though, because of the, the seagulls, and it seemed like they were, like, battling each other. <laughs> right. I think we Oh actually, yeah, It was yeah. like seagulls and geese, you know, going nuts, yeah. Yeah. and then oh, you know, yeah, all of a sudden yeah. it died down, and we could do what we needed to do. And um, so out there was pretty strange in that area. Now, that's, you know, heading where you might think the cemetery might be a burial, which would make sense. Uh, it's it almost to the, opp-
2: <laughs> the middle of the island, but opposite of the lighthouse, if, if really? that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would make so sense as a
5: swampland there, sort of, so it would be just around that area almost, yeah.
2: So we actually have your EVPs, so you, you want to play those, Tom? Sure. Okay, so we're going to play them three times so the, the, uh, that you uh, can comment on. Well, you're going to play them, and then you can comment on them. All right, can we play those, Eric? Anyone you little hot (laughs) desire? Hi.
3: Tom, would you like to say hello?
4: Hello. Wow. Hmm. That was, that was, yeah. Tom, (laughs) would you like to say
3: hello?
2: Hello. These are going three times, Tom.
3: Tom, would you like to say hello?
2: Hello. Okay. Tom, you want to comment on that?
4: That was in that back area where those two little buildings are. Uh, we don't know what the buildings were exactly. I was right. never sure what they were. Do, um, do you know what those were, uh, David? On the
5: uh, Is this on the very north of the island? Like it, as you it's walk? opposite
2: the, the, the part where the, uh, the torpedo loading things were. You know, the big, yeah. the big facility. Closer yeah. to the
4: bridge where the land was washed away.
2: Yes,
5: okay. That's, that used to be where the spent fuel were, if not spent fuel, but unstable fuel if they were um, if there were mines or any kind of explosives that they were unsure of, they would bring them out to those buildings ah uh, so,
4: okay because yeah. that was a We were doing some, uh, you know, experiments there with cards and rods and dowsing rods and, of course, asking questions like that. And that's where we got that, along with some interpretations that um, somebody was there, didn't want to be there. (laughs) And now I can see why.
5: (laughs) (laughs) There was also target shooting out there. They used to line up uh, automatic or, you know, when they were test firing weapons on that part of the island when there was more island there, too.
2: So we have we have another one, Tom. So why don't we play that too? It's going to play three times, Tom.
4: Who's in charge of this bastion? Lieutenant who? Who's in charge of this bastion? Lieutenant who? Who's in charge of this bastion? of hmm. That was inside those, uh, the, um, what was that, uh, those, those, the, the barracks. The barracks? The barracks. Yeah. Well, that I was, was thinking about in the
3: barracks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we have a question, Tom, from, uh-huh. um, Mike Markowitz. He's in the chat room. Good girl. he's hey, just right. <laughs> He, um, is asking if, um, it was a device. It was speaking through. Did you have like a like a shack hack or what we? Used? Yeah,
4: one uh, one of them. We had a shack box. Um, and the first we, one was EVP.
3: Yeah,
4: we could hear you could hear the frequencies on the um, the, the shack hack, as they call it. And uh, the other ones where you don't hear the frequencies, it just came out. <laughs> that's that's it. We didn't know until I played it.
3: Oh, okay. All
4: right. Yeah, you'll hear yeah. the frequencies sc- skipping through on the ones that came through the box, and you'll hear... And there, there was kind of a pretty uncanny of certain things, and, and we were inside the barracks when that happened, and that was shortly just before I saw something go by the window, which was really weird about a, a person's height. It blocked the moon, and as we remember, on March 20th, that was the largest moon in how many years? Right. that was yeah, 20 that
2: was or something end. like that. A million years, right? Nah.
4: Yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I know I was super a kid boom. the last time, and yeah, was yeah, that boom. was like when we used to sit
2: around fire and wonder how it got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so those were pretty pretty interesting. Now, I understand, Jeremy, that you posted a, a photo on our page.
0: Yeah, I just posted one of my photos of the lighthouse taken about 2.30 a.m. that night. I took a bunch of when we were, we were pretty much wrapped up at that time, if you remember, mm-hmm. around 2.30. And I just uh, sat up outside and took a bunch of long exposures of the lighthouse. So there's nothing... I don't think there is anything any in any way uh paranormal in it, but it's it's kind of fun taking those pictures. It was a bright it, it looks like daylight because I took a really long exposure, but it was a bright night anyway that super moon was possibly awesome. really something yeah. and, and
2: that that's on the uh, Ghost Chronicles Next generation fan page, so you can join that and also if you go on my page, which is Ronald Kolick, if you're one of my friends, I do have uh a Rose Island thing and it is actually two well there's there's, there's a few pictures on there that uh you know nothing earth shattering but the things that make you go hmm i know one is with the mist uh but it was also yeah with you i'm not sure what that is it could be my breath i'm I'm really not sure um i did brush my teeth though so i'm not sure if that was it or not but there's one i happen to notice too which is the barracks and uh if you sh- it's a dark shot down the barracks, and one of the doors is open. And I know we closed all the doors in the barracks, so I'm okay. not sure what that is, if, if someone had gone in and opened it or not. Because those were just kind of like, as I went, pictures, and then also in the place where I think those soldiers are buried, you can see once again uh, a couple of orbs, but they're they're kind of a little different. But those are there for take them for they're worth. So, anyways, those if you, those are on my page, if you go on the Rose Island. Uh, uh, folder, I think, is on my website on the uh, Facebook page. You can see them there. So, I mean, all right. Let me let me ask, start with uh, Jeremy on this, and and Jer- uh, Dave. I know you've been here, for, but I, I want I want you to finish up. So, Jeremy, uh, to you, what was the most interesting thing of that night?
0: Mhm. Um, It was almost like uh, bookends—the beginning of the night with uh, with with the, with you and David in the fog signal building and the flashlight responding was. was the three incredible. of us. I
2: thought that was really interesting. Yeah,
0: and then at the end of the night, the table tipping or tilting, whatever you want to call it. But we actually had two episodes of table tilting that were just amazing to me because I've never taken part in that—at least not to that extent. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable that we. Uh, if you want to talk about that, but uh, we did a small table downstairs and then a big, heavy table upstairs. And uh, I don't know if you want me to continue describing it, but... Uh, well, Dave, did...
2: what, what was your thought? I, don't know. I mean, oh you, you took God. both. That,
5: that was amazing. I, I I really thought we were going to levitate the table.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. It was close. pretty we close. We could hear it banging around somewhat fierce downstairs. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and we got it on video, too. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, there you just, go. <laughs> We do. A
4: yeah. that's a big table to try and tip.
5: <laughs> it it really was, and there's a lot of energy that uh, required to do that. So that was that was unbelievable, and I still want to get that to happen again up there, but we haven't since. So mm-hmm. really, yeah, have, have you, tried you tried it? it? <laughs> tried it one night, yeah, you know? um, not with the big table. though. we tried it with a small table. So maybe uh, maybe we need more people, more
0: energy. Uh, yeah, well, the three it's, it's of practice. us. That- so I was just going to say, with three of us had that little table dancing. There. That was that was pretty amazing <laughs> in itself, but the big table topped it. Oh
2: wait a minute, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute,
2: wait a minute. Let's talk about that little table dancing. I, I believe there was a famous comment made during that.
4: Dave, do you remember what that was? I can't remember.
2: <laughs>
5: Don't hurt me,
2: please. <laughs> can we can we move on
4: from
0: there? <laughs> hey Dave, whatever happened
4: to the controller? It was. Said <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the Victrola that was there? Oh. oh, the Victrola? It's its actually being repaired right now. Oh, because when Arlene and I were there in 2005, we were actually playing that, and the room got wicked heavy, as if, like, people just came walking in the room to listen.
2: Wow. Yeah.
5: It, 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 we're, we're hoping to have that back shortly. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a difficult thing to repair. But we do have a source, so oh,
2: it's getting good. repaired right now. Yeah, that was. Uh, we,
3: maybe, have a, go ahead. we have a question from the chat.
2: About um, being and grumpy, forget about it.
3: No, it's not that one. Uh, Leslie wants to know uh, if you feel that the supermoon had any effect on your investigation. Mm. Um, I don't know who wants to answer that.
2: Um, there was no shrinkage.
3: Thanks. <laughs> I really wanted to know that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>
4: you know, I don't. I can't see why it wouldn't. Full moons always, you know, and, and new moons are known for that. Do you really believe As that, Tom? The tides, But I, can, Tom, I can't see why it wouldn't have some Tom, effect. Tom, do I'm you not really sure if it's being the closest. It was, you know, extra effect, but it was the perfect time. <laughs>
5: <laughs> David, do you believe that? Well, you know, it was something we had on our minds the whole time when we got there. I said, this is, you know, a spectacular moon coming up. I said, I'm, I'm, I was actually really hoping it would influence what we had for the evening. So I don't know well, if it I, does, but it, it influences everything on this planet. So, right. I'm not I mean, sure. think of the yeah. energy
3: level. I mean, I, I, you know, I would think okay. so.
2: There, there is so much energy affecting us on the planet that it, I, I find it, Mm-hmm. That that the moon could have that much influence upon us. Think it about does, the tides. tides.
0: Yeah, yeah I understand the
2: tides. Everybody, yeah, okay. The tides is is a little more than just the moon. It's also has to do with the gravitational pull of of uh, the uh, the sun and so forth, uh, and, and the spinning. But I mean, there's a lot more than just okay the moon just pulling the tides up it's 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 more than that it's it's a little bit more intricate
0: yeah you know, um, can i just interrupt for a second to did yeah. then you say david that that was the lowest tide you ever saw uh near the yeah. island that day
2: <clears throat>
5: yeah i mean there oh, were areas, areas there that were clear that were never clear you know uh, it
0: was mm-hmm. truly the lowest tide ever and yeah. and you've been seeing it for quite a few years so oh yeah At that's least it, something it, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, yeah. For, oh I yeah, you walk through
4: those rocks on the beach where you never could get past them.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, something. So anyway,
4: so David, let me. You're,
2: you're. I mean, you were talk We were talking about the uh, the table tilting again, and I know you weren't there, and so I do apologize. Right. Uh, but um, it was interesting. Of the two incidents, what did you find? Uh, if you were going to say uh, credible, which one would be more credible to you? Boy,
5: well, you know the fact—the upstairs one—that we were taking our hands off the table because it was going too fast for us. <laughs> it was moving away from us. That it was even on the video, you could see people; their hands are just cut off the table because it's just—it's going crazy. Mm-hmm. And and that itself made it so credible. I mean, there's there's nobody there. Plus the weight of that table. There's absolutely no way you can just flip that table around like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's heavy oak table. So that was and downstairs, either one. the 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 momentum and the movement when that moved towards you, Jeremy, was fast. You know, it
0: was. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I know. I it's the kind of thing where if you're just seeing it on video, you know, somebody's going to say, "Oh, somebody's moving it." You can't, you know, you can't see everybody all the way around. But I was there. We, the three of us, were there, and we know that no, we're barely touching those tables. I mean, none of our legs were touching them, and our hands at times were barely touching them, and some of us had our hands up uh, off the table. Mm Uh, there, you know there's no way any of us were physically moving that table
5: it's very different than a ouija board you know you cannot influence it i know mean, people don't it's not a light little item that you can just move
2: you know? well okay well um, that being said jeremy actually showed that video to his wife and, and what did she say
0: uh well she she's you know, she's a believer. She believed completely what I said about it, but, but she basically said that a skeptic would would say that somebody, you know, out of sight on the other side of the table is is moving it or something. So mm-hmm. I think that's right. going to be that would be the reaction of a lot of people. Absolutely. If you were to post it on face, I mean, on like YouTube or something or Facebook, you would get a lot of people saying, "Oh, somebody's moving it from the other side. You just can't see them because that's the natural. You know, you want to explain it in an easy way, but we were there. We know that that wasn't the case." Mm-hmm.
3: So. And that's that's all that's all you can do. No matter what you do, and no matter what you show people for evidence, is always says, oh, there's someone doing this. There's someone doing, it. you know, you said that. There's it's, there's no way around it.
2: That's right. I mean, you know? that's what basically why we changed or oh, I changed the mission statement of the New England Ghost Project when I first started it. When I first started the Ghost Project, I wanted to prove that paranormal exists. So I, you know, to and I've said this a trillion times, to, to a skeptic, if a ghost came up and slapped him across the face, he still wouldn't believe he would rationalize it away. As the moon being slapped or whatever, <laughs> super moon. But anyways, so now we when we do our investigating, we just show the evidence that we collected or whatever we collected and let people make up their own mind. And to me, that's... The only way you can really go by it, because uh, I don't know if you can really prove the existence of the paranormal. That's the problem. Yeah, but
3: you can't. You know, you can't. You, you, you can and you can't. You can in your own head,
2: David. Yeah, to you, you can believe to yourself, but as make it as 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 a definitive proof, I don't think you can.
4: I mean, well, Tom, you've become part of the voting population. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, you can have consensus. I mean, I, I understand that. And, David, you, I mean, what's your take? You doing paranormal investigating. Do you believe that you can actually have proof of the paranormal that would, you know, everybody would believe?
0: Who are you talking to? The sound is getting strange on my end. I don't know about anybody else, but it's, yeah, it's uh, getting very perfect. distorted. It's hard to hear. <laughs> so, really? sure who you were talking to then. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> huh? Huh?
2: We've the system. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no activity
5: going on here.
4: I, I'll tell you what, I've seen enough to believe, and I've had taken people with me in different investigations who weren't believers who uh, either won't come out anymore or they won't come to our house anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've been so. to your house, Tom. I wouldn't go either. <laughs> nothing to do with the paranormal. Oh. <laughs> there you go.
3: I have a message for... Um, David McGurdy from um, Mike Markowitz. He's in our chat room, and he was the fellow who was there. Um, David, yeah. you gave him the yep. books yeah. that night. He yep. wants to say thank you for the books and that he got an EVP um, from the Armory that oh, says, Michael, forget the price. He wow. actually has that recorded among his EVPs, and this is um, after he found the books. Before, you said that he could just have them.
5: He could have them, yes.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's
5: great. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a neat night. Um, and he
3: says it's a Class, class A EVP, very clear. Wow. Excellent. So pretty cool.
5: Uh, one thing, I did want to get a plug-in for the lighthouse, if
2: I could. Just, oh,
3: absolutely, you know,
2: and let's
5: get them in, because I know we've got about four minutes left in the show. So go ahead. Yeah, just uh, that if people are interested in coming to the lighthouse and staying, uh, they can go to our website, www.roseisland.org. Mm -hmm. and uh, it shows the schedule, and um, they can book both rooms downstairs in the lighthouse, and then they can actually investigate the tower, the downstairs, and the barracks, which is a fair amount of space. If they go in the off-season, which might be like November, they Mm -hmm. can probably work it out with them where they can, a really cheap deal. (laughs) So there you go. In some cases, maybe free. Yeah. So Bite your tongue. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We're a nonprofit. We have to try to survive however we can.
2: Yeah, well, free isn't going to put money in your coffers. <laughs> no. <it's not. laughs> But any, anyways, uh, we do want to thank you for having us over there, and it's it's a great place to investigate. There is so much to investigate there, and you know if I had more time, I, I would have spent it there. Uh, you know that that torpedo loading place on the other end of the island was certainly an interesting place, and and I like that grave. Uh, place where I think the graves are. I would love to go back there and and try to do more, but uh, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning when we went.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we have some oh. investigations coming up that are with other groups, but they'll be advertised for, you know, uh, where public can attend.
2: Oh, really? That's a great idea.
5: Yeah. Oh,
4: okay.
2: yeah the,
5: the, the, uh, we're going to have some other groups come, so that will be available for people so they can, uh, it's fairly inexpensive too, they can come out for the evening. Thanks.
2: There you go. So Well, we have about 2 minutes left and uh, Dave, I want anything else you want to push before you go before we let you go.
5: No, I just want to thank you guys for coming. It was uh, it, it was a real uh, nice experience for me too. I learned quite a bit being a new to this field of investigating, and mm-hmm. um, and, and having you guys there really, sh- you know, the table tilting was quite a neat experience, and yeah. some of the new avenues for investigating were quite quite interesting. So I want to thank you guys, all of you, in fact, and for coming out. Oh
3: well, thank you. So it was, thank it you. Was great. Yes, and, and thank you. I mean, our, our you were just such a wonderful host. We had a great night.
2: No beer, though, so that wasn't that good.
3: No beer. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: well, next time. Okay, there you go.
3: <laughs> so, uh, Dave,
2: give out your your website one more time.
5: Uh, www.roseisland.org.
2: And if you go on to our, um, our, our page, we actually have the website on there if you can't get to it. So, Dave, we want to thank you so much for uh, being with us tonight. And... Uh, you know, good thank luck, and if we can do anything for you in the future, please let us know, you know, if you get got an event you want to post or anything, we'll be happy to help out, right, Dan?
3: Absolutely. Any well, day. thank you very much. <laughs>
2: All right. Bye, Dave. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Well, that was cool. Tom, uh, we just yeah. want time. Anything you want to uh, push before I uh, say goodbye?
4: Well, we just got uh, two new books coming out, Haunted Vermont and Haunted Connecticut this year. <coughs> and, um... We have a website, which is www.nepurs.com. And if I guess more people want to also know about the Lighthouse, we did an article for Fate magazine in 2006 on it. Mm-hmm. When well, we did an investigation back there in 2005 and 2006. And actually, how I heard about it for the first time was reading your article. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I used to have a subscription
2: to Fate when it was when it was a real magazine.
4: those <laughs> 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 yeah, were the days, I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, Tom, yeah. we
4: want to thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Say hello to Eileen for us. And I sure night. will. Say hello to Ron and Jane for us. She says hi already, Eileen. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: thank you, Tom. Bye, Tom. Well, thank you. Bye-bye.
4: Good night.
2: Good night. Well, that's pretty much done. And once again, uh, Dining with the Dead, Monday night. Uh, we still have some tickets left if you want to get uh, it's a gallery reading, I guess, with Debbie Miller, who's kind of cool. She's a fun kid. And uh, the Van Helsing t-shirts are on the way. Awesome. So good night and God bless everyone. Thank you, Jeremy, too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you,
1: everybody.